super excited for your show tonight at the Georgia Theater. Is this your first one here at the theater? This is the first one, which is really cool because, like, this is almost coming like, you know, like almost like a rite of passage in Nashville. You know, it's such a cool theater, it's such a cool town. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, country music so so rich in Georgia and Athens and all over. But uh, it is. It's my first one, so I'm, I'm really excited. So your first time here in Athens, too? Yeah, first time in Athens. Oh, so excited. Well, I'll have to fill you in on all the places to go um, after, I I after this. Some, some tips. Yeah. Now, okay, so I did. We'll just get this out of the way because I did see that you graduated from LSU, right? I did. Okay. Are you a big LSU <laughs> fan then? Do you kind of have to be? I am. I'm a huge LSU fan. <laughs> I was a little worried after after last weekend. I was like, oh, no, they're probably going to cancel my show. But <laughs> We would never do that, but uh, you know, we're, we're a little salty, but we're also, I think everyone here has, has good hearts. And maybe not everyone knows that, so I just wouldn't mention it, you know? Yeah, I'm just going to stay away from that. You don't there need. You they don't need to know where I went to school. Exactly. <laughs> now, if you want to say go dogs, totally fine. I think I think yeah, they'll love that. Yeah. Definitely. Now, it's been a crazy, crazy year for you. I mean, your single singles you up. Your first single, that was just that just happened what last year. And so and now everyone knows your name. Everyone knows who Jordan Davis is. How has this past year been? It's been absolute crazy. <laughs> you know, I think uh, you know with that being the first single doing so well but I think what a lot of people really don't I guess really don't know but like you know I mean I just started playing music you know out live you know I've always been a songwriter I've always grown up around country music but yeah you know the the uh the whole artist thing if you want to call it that I mean I'm still brand new to that so for the single to have the success it had and uh and for just my this to kind of take off how fast it has it's been uh it's been pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. So, uh, but you know, it's just, I mean, that's kind of what we sign up for. You know, we want as many people as possible to hear our music. And, yeah. Um, fortunately, that first single uh, did really well for me. And, you know, the second one's doing great too. And I'm, I'm very grateful for it. Uh, and it's, it's a, it's a very, it's a very good learning. I'm having a lot of fun learning how to deal with it. So. Yeah. When did you uh, When did you first realize that Singles You Up was going to be as big as it's gotten? I mean, I, I've never. I mean, I feel like I woke up every day and, and was just still kind of blown away by it. You know. Yeah. Um, I remember looking at the streaming numbers on it and and just being like, man, this song's really, really connecting. Um, but I think the the second I really realized that it was as big a song as it was, was uh, I think Billboard released the most played country song of like the past year and Singles You Up was that. And I was just like, goodness gracious. Uh, I, I've never in a million years, you know, you moved to Nashville with a dream of having your song played on the radio. Right. Um, I mean, I grew up, you know, my uncle's a songwriter and, and, and grew up listening to his songs on the radio. And, you know, and with such a country music family, the radio was something that, I mean, that was just the end-all, be-all. That's, that's where you wanted your music to be heard, and uh, that's what I moved to Nashville for. So for me to think that my first single would be the most played song of the year, um, that was I guess that was when I kind of realized, like, man, this, this, really, this song really is something special. You know, the first time I heard it, I went to my program director, and I was like, hey, you got to hear this song. you got to check out this guy. I have a good feeling about it. I feel like it's going to be a number one hit one day. And then it ended up being a number one hit. But what was interesting, too, is 
your sound. It's not like traditional country. And so you're saying, you know, you've always been a songwriter and listening to country music has always been in your in, you know, in your past and stuff. So who are your influences? Who who influences you in the industry? So, I mean, I grew up a fan of songwriters. My dad listened to guys like Jim Croce and John Prine and Cat Stevens. Uh, so I, I feel like they all had a, a very unique sound. Um, and then, you know, growing up in Louisiana, uh, you know, you're a fan of Southern rock and roll. So I listen to guys like the Allman Brothers and oh, yeah. the Black Crows. Uh, so I kind of got introduced into a um, kind of a more rocking style of music and uh and then i think into my high school years uh, i mean i really got into r&b um you know and i think that's i think that's where i kind of i guess that's where i feel like my influences kind of differentiate me in that you know i feel like i'm my phrasing's different uh i kind of try to chase a story with with a really unique phrasing and really cool melody but uh but I mean, I still have influences all over. I mean, Eric Church is still a massive influence on me. Uh, you know, Kenny Chesney, yeah, Tracy Lawrence. I mean, just uh, if it's country music, I'm, I'm, I'm probably a fan of them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You kind of have that, like, um, you remind me of Sam Hunt. Your sound does. And just yeah. the fact that you both weren't afraid to do these unique, different sounds and try out something different with country music. And it's clearly working, uh, which I think is great for the genre and for the future of country music and all these crossovers that are happening. Um, which leads me to ask, I mean, I know you just released this album, Home State, back in March, but are you already working on new stuff? Yeah, we are. I mean, we've been working on the new record for, uh, I guess, honestly, I've been writing for it for about a month. I guess we've got about three songs that I'm pretty confident are going to find their way on the record. But, uh, you know, I think that's the coolest thing about being a songwriter is you never stop. I feel like, you know, the second we put Home State out, I actually made a joke with my manager about like, well, I guess we have to start working on the next (laughs) one. And so it really never stops. And, um, you know, I think it's cool too. You know, Home State was written, some of those songs were a lot older and uh, they were written um, as a single guy, you know, or some of them were in college, some of them were just moved to Nashville, so yeah. I was kind of just getting my feet wet in the music business, and um, I'm really, really fired up to see where I kind of go with this next album, and um, I just got, I got married last year, so I'm a, yeah. I'm in a totally different headspace, so uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see see what comes of it. Yeah, that's gotta, I mean, that's gonna generate some some great new tunes for us, too, and it's, it's funny that you mentioned you wrote some of those songs from your last album years back, because I was wondering, you know, listen to some of them listening to the lyrics like your your latest single take it from me that that line it's my favorite shirt but you can keep it would you really let yeah. a girl keep your favorite <laughs> shirt if it was not your wife uh, come on now <laughs> no i never would uh it's funny though that line is kind of what sparked that song my brother had a uh <laughs> this is a true story my brother his wife hates me telling this but um uh-huh. he had a john anderson t-shirt it was a purple john anderson seminole wind t-shirt and and uh, it was old and it was comfortable, and uh, apparently he had a a girl run off with it. So Aww. we were kind of yeah, we were kind of talking about that uh, you know that story, and um, and kind of take it from me came from that. So uh, it, it's, it's pretty funny you asked that. So. so what did he do? Did he ask for it back, or did he just let no, it go? He just had to he had to let it be, you know. <laughs> no way. I would have totally I mean yeah. oh gosh, that's terrible. Girls are bad at that too. Girls wanna take guys' shirts, but you gotta watch which ones they take. You can't let yeah, you can't let her take the favorite. That's just terrible. I know. I know. But I took to social media too. I asked some of my followers on Instagram what they would want to ask you, and I think <sighs> You probably get questions like this all the time. Many people want to know 
know about your beard. They want to know everything about your beard. Like how you grew it to be as awesome as it is because it's a pretty impressive beard and how you keep yeah. it groomed and maintained and all this stuff. What? Tell me about your beard. Yeah, uh, so the, I guess the origins <laughs> of it, man, it sounds weird to say that. Uh, I, so right when I signed my publishing deal, I was bartending um, and I had to, you know, I had to stay clean shaven. And so when I signed my publishing deal, I was able to stop bartending and I just stopped shaving. Uh, so I had, before I knew it, I had a huge beard and it was all wiry and, and then I just started saying, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to have a beard, I'm at least going to have it groomed. So I went to my girl who still trims my beard now. She, uh, she shaped it up for me, gave me some beard oil and some beard shampoo and, and here we are. I mean, <laughs> well, it works for uh, you. Yeah, it, no, it works great. But you know, it, it definitely started out of, you know, being, just being lazy and I mean, I've always been a beard guy. So, uh, but the second I was able, was told I didn't have to shave, yeah. uh, I just really, really let it go. Well, there you go. If, if no one's telling you to shave it, then then why then why take yeah. it off? Not everyone can grow a beard like that. So, And it's like your signature look now. People know you based off the beard. I know. They know me, you're the bearded guy. I'm either the bearded guy or the singles you up guy. That's how I get referred to in airports. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Does anyone, I bet, do fans try to, like, touch it or stuff? That would weird me out. Yeah. I try to tell people, like, so when we do, like, meet and greets, <laughs> I try to say, like, you know, no touching the beard. Not, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, that's a little weird. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, also, like, if I have beard oil in it, like, you're going to have that stuff on your hands for a while. So, like. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> it's kind of like I'm looking out for them, too, you know. I'm not being a jerk. I'm just looking out for you. <laughs> that's true. But but also, it's like, yeah. also, don't touch my face. So, I mean, I right. totally yeah. understand that, if you true. tell someone not to touch your beard. Actually, it's funny because you might remember this, but on Twitter, like, it might have been a month ago now. Uh, I'm one of the ones that was in that conversation that saw your pictures with you out the beard, like, without the beard. And oh, put him up, yeah. and I was like, I feel like he's Hannah Montana because maybe it's just, it's all a scam, and this is a fake beard, and you can just walk <laughs> out of your house on a random day with no beard and it's like nobody will recognize you. I definitely think that that, <laughs> that would happen. I think that if I were to come out and like just shave my beard, I could walk around Nashville and people be like, oh, what's up, man? You new to town? <laughs> I'm, I'm on to you, Jordan. I am totally on yeah, to you. I think... You, get it. You, you got it. You uh, saw the... Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. You, I mean, you could pull it off if you ever did want to shave it and just get a fake one, you know. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure someone yeah. could make that happen for you. All right. Something else sure. people were asking, too, is uh, we kind of we heard you're not a candy corn guy. Like, you know, Halloween's uh-huh. coming up and you're not a big fan of candy corn. A uh, little secret. I'm yeah. not either. I think it tastes like wax. So what is your go to yeah. Halloween candy? Uh, peanut M&M's. Oh, yes. I'm bad about it. But you know what else? Um, what I wish they would bring back. There's two candies. And this is really weird that you brought that up okay. today because we were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. All right. So my go-to Halloween candy is peanut M&M's. Okay. All right, I do love Reese's, but you know what they should do? They should bring like the Reese's Easter eggs. They should they should carry those all the time. Yes. There's because just the something about the ratio. Of chocolate to peanut butter. Yeah. And those is great. Yes. Have you had also, okay, at Christmas time, it's pretty good too. Just, I think the bells, the Reese's bells, they're just shaped like uh, a, they're shaped like a bell. Yeah. So it's kind of like an egg, I guess. I mean, the egg, nothing tops that. But I think that's yeah. the next best thing. Yeah, there's, there's that. And then, um, and then also at Christmas, they come out with these white Christmas tree cakes that have like sprinkles on them and stuff. Oh, yeah. Just, just carry them all year. 
what? Like that's like I what ba- that's like it. basic girls that love the pumpkin spice latte that would say the same thing to Starbucks. I mean, I know it's true. Yeah. I guess you got to give them a little bit of time away from it. <laughs> it's like the McRib and McDonald's. You got to give it a little bit of time away for it to remember how much you love it. Wow, yeah. that's a great comparison. Yes, that's so true. We are breaking ground right now this morning. <laughs> Look, you're the one with the blue check mark. I think if you tweeted and and DM'd the right people, you could actually make things happen around here. <laughs> we can we can make this. We could get this thing in motion. All right, we're gonna we're gonna try to work on that after the show. Um, what are you yeah. gonna be for Halloween this year? <laughs> oh God, I don't know. I, I, we usually do. I'm pretty sure we have a, a show on Halloween this year, so I'm gonna oh. try to do like a, a a band thing. Like maybe we're um, I don't know. I, I need to do something that we can all be like the Power Rangers or something. That would be cool. Yeah, or like the Avengers. I could be like the Green Ranger. You guys could be, if you saw the movie The Greatest Showman, the musical, which if you haven't, highly recommend. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. Okay, well, you could be the bearded lady. Like, I know you're not a lady, but you already have the beard, so you could braid it. But I have the beard. And then you have all your band, and you guys could each pick a character. That could be, that's a great idea. Maybe we should, we'll we'll do a (laughs) band movie watch of The Greatest Showman, and then that, that may inspire us to do that for Halloween. Exactly. Great idea. There, you're welcome. Um, so yeah. <laughs> now wrapping up here, this next year, I just saw your announcement that you're going on tour with Old Dominion for their Make It Sweet tour. How pumped are you? Yeah, man, OD is one of, well, probably my favorite band out there. Yeah. I mean, and I think a lot of it too, I mean, A, they put out great music, they're incredible songwriters, they're great guys. But man, they've been at it for, you know, when I moved, to, when I first moved to Nashville, um, they were still just traveling around in a van playing shows and playing playing shows every once in a while in Nashville. So to see them where they've come in six years, um, I mean, it's kind of full circle, you know, because when, when I think of Old Dominion, I think back of seeing them play like the basement in Nashville in these small, small rooms. Um, so to think now that we're going to go out on my first arena tour with those guys yeah. is, is pretty pretty awesome you guys are kind of alike uh when it comes to your music i feel like the every song you put out just it's that fun upbeat sound and it automatically just becomes a hit it's, yeah it's so fun but, yeah no they're uh i mean I'm, I'm i'm a huge fan of matt ramsey the way he writes trevor also is an incredible writer there so and i think too man i think i think they kind of have our same kind of idea of what music does and then it's you know we we put a lot of work into our live show and into into songwriting and that we want people to hear our songs and have fun so uh we kind of keep that in mind when when we go in to write is you know you know sad songs are great but fun songs are fun so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate you saying that because I'm, I'm a huge fan of them. Of course. And we are looking forward to all the fun tonight in Athens. So excited for your show at the Georgia Theater. 